Good morning again, and um, it's lovely to see Chanel's mum with us again. It's a long time. Happy New Year to you and to you all. Happy New Year to you all. <laughs> um, wow, the first service of the of 2020. You know, some I was, I was saying to my missus, you know, you know, you know, some when you was when I was much younger. I saw these, these, these futuristic programs on TV and I said to myself, wow, 2020, and now we're here. It's amazing. So we, we thank the Lord because it's very easy to take it for granted that we have life. Men, as, as we've heard many times, many started with us and many are, here, are not here with us today. And we are, we're thankful and we're grateful to God that we can see another day. And we're, we're really grateful to him. And I want us to continue this, this theme of what I've been talking about. Thanks, giving, praise and worship. I, I really want to emphasize on this, this topic because when I was, when I was in Jamaica, I, I really felt the Lord impress upon my heart that he said that worship and praise is very, very important. It's very significant. And I couldn't really understand, I mean, I understood to a certain degree, but when, when, obviously when the Lord says something, man, you better just take heed, right? And when he, he spoke that to my heart, I said, I better just do some studies into this because I need to understand it a bit more what he's saying. And um, so this, this is where we are today with that. And we started this topic um, two weeks ago, and we began to look at different aspects of so thanksgiving, praise, and worship. Thanksgiving, praise, and worship. And each of these different things actually um, helps us to engage with the nature of God in worship. So as we thank him, as we praise him, as we worship him, we engage in different aspects of God's nature. And so the last time... We was we we in fact we gave different as so we did the three different aspects thanksgiving praise and worship so we said that thanksgiving was acknowledging God's goodness and kindness we're acknowledging His goodness and His kindness we said that praise is His greatness it's His fame and with worship. It's, it's his holiness. And with, with, with thanksgiving and praise, it's a proclamation of our lips of, of saying how great and how significant and how awesome he is. But worship is like intimacy. Worship is like you are coming in and you are... It's, it's your, you're expressing your love, your adoration towards God before him. So we began by looking at a verse of scripture in the book of Hebrews. And, it, and just, just for the sake of recapping that part, it says in Hebrews chapter 12 and verse 28, it's, there's two versions that I read. And the, reasons why, the reason why I read two versions is because both of these versions brought out the point about why thanksgiving 
and grace are significant. Because if you read it in the NIV, sorry, the, the, the New Living Translation, and I'll read it here. It says, since we are receiving a kingdom that is unshakable, let us be thankful and please God by worshipping him with a holy fear and awe. Then in the, the New King James Version, it says, therefore, since we are receiving a kingdom which cannot be shaken, let us have grace by which we may serve God acceptably with reverence and godly fear when you look up so the word grace it brings out this this connotation about thanks and it you can't have grace without thanks if you have thanks you have grace because they both go together if you look it look it up in the, in the greek you can do your own study on that and it, just to bring um to bring further clarity if you look at um even in the spanish language when you say gracias it's Thank you. It's grace. It's all connected. And so what we're saying is, is, and we also mentioned this, we said that in Colossians chapter 3 verse 15 verse 17, it brings out this. It says that, and let the peace of God rule in your hearts, to which also you were called in one body, and be thankful. So it says that we, we should be thankful. Then it goes on to say, Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly in all wisdom, teaching and admonishing one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing with grace in your hearts to the Lord. And whatever you do in word or deed, do all in the name of Jesus, giving thanks to the Lord Jesus, to, sorry, giving thanks to God the Father through him. So this scripture is emphasizing all the time that our language shouldn't be anything other than giving thanks. At times, sometimes, boy, I know me, I, I'm, I'm murmuring, I'm, I'm complaining, it's not good. And we sh that is one thing that the children of Israel done that caused them to go off. And the Lord was not um, happy with that. In Ephesians chapter um, 5, we also said this, Ephesians chapter 5, verse 18 to 20. And again, I'm just recapping and just emphasizing the point and driving the point home about why we need to thank him. We need to praise him. It says and in Ephesians chapter 5, verse 18 to 20, And do not be drunk with wine in dissipation, but be filled with the Spirit, speaking to one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing with making melody in your heart to the Lord, giving thanks always for all things to God. Our, so in, in everything that we are doing, we are to be giving thanks consistently. Our language, our thinking needs to express a heart of gratitude as we as we come and we stand here and we worship in in church or even when we are going to work whatever we are doing because remember worship's not just inside the, the, the these four walls as we know it's wherever we are and whatever we are doing we are to live a life of worship before god so that he is pleased with how we speak in how we conduct our lives 
in, how, in the decisions we make. Remember, Abraham, when he was going to sacrifice, the scripture says that he, he says, let's, let's go and um, worship the Lord. In that act of obedience that Abraham was going to do, he was going to worship God. And at times, God is asking us to do things. And it's like a sacrifice. But that in itself is an act of worship before him. Because remember, worship is about an attitude. It's a, and it involves your whole body. It's not just your, your declaring words. But everything is involved. This is why when it comes to worship in the, in, the, in the book of Revelations, it speaks about the angels. When they go to worship the Lord, how they bow down, how the 24 elders, how they throw their crowns down, how they bow down before him. Because there's such, um, he is so awesome. He's, they're just blown back by his beauty and his, how, his mag, how magnificent he is. And so with worship, it's, it involves everything. And so then we went on to mention in Philippians chapter 4 and verse 6, it says, Be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. Do you know that when we pray, we can't just be praying. We've got to be thanking. It's important that when we come before the living God, that our petitions and our prayers is prayers of thanksgiving. And in fact, the most powerful prayers, the most powerful prayers are prayers of thanksgiving. When we lift up prayers of thanksgiving to God, it causes the whole of heaven to just caught, gets their attention. It got, gets God's attention because it's saying that, Lord, I trust you. Regardless of what my circumstance is. Regardless of what my feelings is. And this is what we're going to learn here. So, so we got to this part here in um, Psalms 100 and we stopped. So we, we started to read Psalms 100 and then we had to um, round up. But let's just start reading this now. So Psalm 100 says this. Make a joyful noise. It doesn't say, say make a sad noise, does it? It says, make a joyful noise unto the Lord, all, you la all ye lands. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come before his presence with singing. Know ye that the Lord, he is God. It is he who has made us and not we ourselves. We are his people and the sheep of his pasture. Then it says, enter into his gates with what thanksgiving and into his courts with praise be thankful unto him and bless his name so it says right there enter into his gates with thanksgiving which is saying this every single time we come into the house of god we must come with something we must come with a heart of thanksgiving, a heart of praise. Lord, I've got a lot to thank you for. I've got a lot to acknowledge you for, Lord. You've done so much in me, in my family, in our church, in our community. Lord, we want to show you thanks. But the thing is, is this. 
if we want to really enter into the presence of God in the, and really see the manifestation and the power of God, then we must come with thanksgiving. And then it goes on to say, you enter in with praise. Because you know the, the, what's it, the, where the Ark of the Covenant was and where they had to go, the, they had the outer courts. Then you had the inner courts. And then you can go into the holies of holies in order to really experience what we sing about. The Shekinah glory. The true Shekinah glory. Where it just fills the room. Do you know that scripture in the book of Chronicles? Where it says that the priests could not minister. They could not even stand to do their normal tasks. Because the presence of God engulfed the place. It took over the room. If we want to really experience and get back get to that place then we need to start off by thanksgiving coming to God with thanksgiving entering his courts with praise and then as we do this as we come before him we and we worship him and we worship sincerely from our hearts listen I trust me at times we I was saying to the Lord this morning Lord I don't feel like worshiping I don't feel like it Lord I don't even feel like doing my tasks I feel like this being in my bed and this having a good old sleep. But listen, we don't go by feelings. We go by what the word says. We go by faith. We go by what he is saying. And more than that, God is worthy regardless of whatever situation that is going on around us. Because it is he who has made us and not we are ourselves as the scripture says. And if we want to experience this true Shekinah glory that is spoken about and we reread about, because listen, what we experience, we, we thank God for what we've experienced here, man. But listen, we want more than this. We want more than this. And it's important that when we worship the Lord, that we worship with our whole heart, that every single time we come, even though we may feel broken, even though we may feel weak and tired, it doesn't matter. As we come before the living God and we just express our heart and say, and you know, sometimes when you're praying, it may feel like gravel. It may feel very, but don't worry. Just keep on doing it. Keep on expressing thanks and praise, declaring how great, how awesome, how mighty, how great and significant he is. Because the more we do that, the more of a heart of, a, of gratitude that is expressed before him, then God can move in your situation. You know, when you praise the Lord, when this is the other thing that we said the last time that I've not mentioned today that I think is, is worth to mention again. When you praise the Lord, you attract God's presence. God's presence is seemingly just wow on you. It's, it's, it oozes because you attract the presence of God. Because remember, he inhabits the praises of his people. And so when you and I have that, not just here, but wherever we are, there's a heart of thanksgiving. Consistently, when the car doesn't start father we thank you don't call Peter right away just, just say father we, father we thank you father we thank you and we give praise in every given situation that we face because in doing this 
We are saying, Lord, I trust you. We are saying that, Lord, I thank you that I don't know how you're going to work this out. I don't know how you're going to turn this situation around. But, Father, we trust you. We praise you. We, so, the, the other, I, I can't remember if we said it last time or not. But the reason why praise and worship is so significant as well, that in the whole of the 66 books of the Bible, there are more chapters there than any other book. Psalms is the largest book, which is emphasizing this point, that in heaven, that's their, what they spend most of their time doing. Worshipping, praising. So if they're doing that there, how much more us... I know we've got our tasks to do, but we can still do it as we go along our day and express gratitude and praise to him. So verse 5, I wanted to mention something here. Where is it? Someone says, asks the question, but why should I give thanks to God? Because my life is in turmoil. I feel terrible. Things seem out of control. And in Psalms 5, in Psalms 100, verse 5, we have an answer right there why we should. It says this, the Lord is always good. The Lord is always good. His mercy is everlasting and his truth endures to all generations. There's something right there why we must give thanks to God in everything. I want to read something here that would about the, the stories of the lepers. Now we, we know the stories of the lepers. They, there was ten and one came back. One came back to the Lord. That person who came back to the Lord, he was the one who actually drew closer to God. The others, they, they got their healing, but they didn't return to say thanks. And it's interesting, when you read this story in Luke chapter 17, verse 11 to 19, he was a Samaritan. So, I mean, it was the Jews. Jesus was expecting, so where's, where's the rest of the nine? Where's everybody? One person came back. The nine went on their way. They received their healing, and they went. There was so my point is there. There was no gratitude. There was no appreciation. How many times, when God has done something for us, do we do we immediately say, "Lord, thank you"? Or do we say, just get on? Because I had to ask myself this question, you know. God has done so much things for us, so many things. And I know for myself that at times it's like when he's blessed me or given me something, I just go on about my day, just expecting, just, yeah, it's all right, yeah. And I said, oh, Lord, I'm so sorry. I didn't say thank you. And it reminded me of the story here of the, the, um, the lepers. It reminded me that how it's important to come back to God and say thank you. 
And I'm emphasizing this point on thanking. Um, we, we're going to look at praise and we're going to look at worship. But I'm really emphasizing this point about thanksgiving. Because thanksgiving is a, a crucial part of our, um, like the prelude before we get to the worship. It's the part that helps us to get our mind in check before we enter into the holies of holies. So the, that leper that came back to, to God, he encountered Christ. He got drew close to Christ. The others, they got their healing and they were on their way. So I'm saying that to say, you know what, you can get something from the Lord, you know, but what we want is, is him. We want to encounter him. We want to draw close to him. So we draw close to him in expressing gratitude and thanks and worship and praise. I want to end with this last part here. That worship, I mean, sorry, thanksgiving unlocks the door to the miracle working power of God. In John chapter 6, we're told about the story about the five loaves and the three fishes. And then the Bible says how Jesus, all, this is all Jesus done, you know. He just lifted up the basket. He didn't say, Lord, can you just please multiply? He says, he, the Bible says what? He gave thanks. That's all he done. And then they were just giving out the baskets. And then at the end of that, there were fragments, which is saying that there was so much left over. But my point is right there. There's that he, he said, the Bible says he just gave thanks. It was such a short prayer. He didn't need no, this is why we don't need no long prayers at times, you know. <laughs> it's just you and I knowing and having confidence in what your God is able to do. He was confident in what God was able to do. And he put his trust and said, Father, thank you. And then the miracle took place. Now that was a miracle because it was thousands. The Bible talks about like how it was thousands. It, I mean, so every man to a family. So it was like one man and then you got his family. And it was thousands of people that through that one, the, the five loaves and the three fishes that was multiplied, that was blessed. A miracle took place. Now, that is a miracle. Now, if we have that here, that would be great, right? <laughs> if we had loads of people, that is. The day will come. The day will come. The day will come. It will be so packed. Um, we will have to, I don't know, we'll, we have to get rid of the chairs. And we'll have to just stand. <laughs> it will come. I'm telling you, the power of God is going to hit this place. It's going to change. It's going to change the landscape of this, this, this region. And we will see the miracle working power. We're going to see miracles in this place by his grace. By his grace. I want to stop there because I'm out of time and I like to always stay within my time. Father, I just want to just thank you for your word. Thank you for um, helping us today to orientate our minds
in the area of thanksgiving and praising you and, and worship. Lord, can you just continue to move in our hearts and in our lives on, that on a daily basis that we are consistently thanking you, praising you, adoring you, lifting you up. Lord, we want your presence more in our lives than anything else. Oh, Father, please help us. Please help us, Lord, to always express gratitude and thanks and appreciation. Father, we just want to thank you today for helping us. And we thank you and praise you in Jesus' name. Amen.